Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. This is Deb McBride, and today is Sunday, May 2nd, 2021, and I am broadcasting from lovely Costa Rica, Escazú, which is a suburb of San Jose. And I would like to start by saying uh, thank you to all the listeners in the outer regions of the world that I'm not in, (laughs) Um, meaning that there are people listening to me in the UK, there are people listening to me in Africa, there are people listening to me in, I saw the Ivory Coast, Um, there are people listening to me in Australia, and I just want to say thank you to people who I've never met, and uh, to people who keep on keeping on. So thank you. Thank you so much. I want to start with that this time because sometimes I end with that and I'm like, maybe they don't hear that. So, okay. So here we are and it is May. Can you believe it? It's May. And we are now in the fifth month of 2021. And interestingly, I mean, I think it's been a complicated year because we are definitely you know, in the throes of the, the Saturn-Jupiter conjunction in Aquarius. And that has been, you know, it, it they're not together and conjunct per se, but they are in the same sign. And I think that people are still feeling a lot of intensity from last year. And it's just, it's like a boulder that just keeps rolling down a hill and it just, you know, it just keeps going and going and going and going. And and a lot of people are not feeling better. Like I heard a number of times this week, wow, you know, this has been a tough year. Wow. This has not been much better than last year. I think, and I think I said this last week or so, when the new year changed, everybody was like, yeah, 2021, let's get out of this 2020 business. And yeah, sure. I mean, it's gonna. It's definitely not gonna be the same year, but it doesn't mean that the circumstances, you know, that happened in twenty twenty, aren't going are you know aren't gonna go away. I mean, this is not like oh okay we're going to sleep and waking up. It's a new day. To some degree, that's true. We have a fresh perspective, um, but I think more than anything, it's been a complicated year when planets cluster or as we call in astrology, a stellium, uh, we tend to feel that intensity. And it is, it has been intense. And so since the beginning of the year, there have been stelliums, which is three or more planets in one sign. And it's been, uh, last year we had that whole business in Capricorn, three planets in Capricorn, which were heavy hitters. But this year it's been, like there was one point where there were six planets in Aquarius. And, um, you know, then there were like four or five planets in Pisces, and then they all went into Aries with four planets, three planets in Chiron, four planets in Chiron and Aries, and now we've got four planets in Taurus. But that's about to change because tomorrow, tomorrow night, the 3rd of May, um, and like before, you know, well, depends on where you are. In my region of the world, it's going to be tomorrow night. Um, and... Tomorrow night, Mercury goes into Gemini. So one planet will leave Taurus. Okay, 
So there are no planets in Gemini right now, and so Mercury is going to take the first leap into that sign. And Mercury rules Gemini. So this is, this is we're getting better. We're, we're starting to feel a little bit better. And actually, I feel the energy getting a little lighter. And while I don't exactly know why that is, um, you know, it could be just a personal thing, because I talk to people and they're still, they're emotional and they're, they're having a hard time and they're not entirely like, and this is just people across the board who feel like, you know, April, you know, I was talking to friends yesterday here in Costa Rica and they were like, April was really tough. Like financially, it was really tough for us. And then I was talking to some, you know, of my students and they were like, well, I feel emotional. And then I was talking to, you know, lots of different people with lots of different perspectives. So last week's full moon, I think, was a trigger for a lot of emotional stuff because it was in water and everything was in Taurus and the moon was in Scorpio. And so it was close to Uranus, you know, it was opposite Uranus right, right after that. And then, and that makes things more emotional. And then the next day, you know, Pluto went retrograde and Pluto ruled the moon the ruled the full moon in, in Scorpio. So that was, I think I felt a lot of intensity from that. I felt a lot of, um, I felt like a lot of goofy moon opposite Uranus stuff happen around the time of the full moon. And then, um, it just felt not so much heavy, but it was emotional and it was deep. And then in the middle of the week, I felt it go, a little lighter. And now Mercury is leaving Taurus, leaving, saying goodbye and going into its own sign of Gemini, which means already something's shifting. Because, you know, one of the things that we pay attention to in astrology is what we call dispositorship. And right now, the dispositor will be Mercury in Gemini. And that's not been the case. Um, it's been Neptune and Pisces, which is a little unclear. And and then there's, you know, Venus, who's still in Taurus, which is temporary, but Neptune's in Pisces for a long time. Um, but one of the things that's important is that we pay attention to, now Mercury's getting revved up and in, in, in its own sign. And it's going to be there till July 11th. And you're like, what? Now, two weeks, two weeks of Mercury in Taurus, two weeks. And that's a very strange thing. It's like zip through the slowest sign in the zodiac. Okay, zip. And then when it goes into its own sign, which is a zippy sign, Gemini, it, it's not. It's, no, it's not zipping through it. It's going to retrograde on the 30th of May at 24 degrees and what, 29th of May, 29th of May at 24 degrees and essentially stay there. It's going to retrograde. It's going to be a little more than three weeks and then it's going to go direct and it's going to spend like all of, basically all of May and all of June in Gemini. And then it's going to spend the first, you know, 11 days of July in Gemini and you know, that's actually quite fascinating because it's, um, it's going to rule the heavens for a while. So get ready for this. Um, it's about words. It's about thinking. It's about information. It's about communication. It's about, um, your ability to articulate what you want, what you need, what 
you're thinking and get those words out, get the words out into the world and take that moment, take this, these, like, you know, from the third to the 29th, take that time and do what you need to do because it's important. If you have like details to process, do that because once it goes retrograde, you know, you're going to have to stop. Um, if you're going to try something new, good to do it now. If the information comes to you under a mercury retrograde, it's a little dodgy. So, and you know, you never know, you never know. Like I said, and I always say it, I came to Costa Rica for the first time on a mercury retrograde. So there you go. Um, but for me, it was like going home. So, you know, I guess it's back to a place where I had been some other time, some other dimension. Um, so here we are on, you know, Sunday, the night before Mercury goes to, into its own sign. And that is the first big change um, as Mercury hits its own place. Now, Venus is going to go into Gemini this week also. So that means that, right, okay, as I speak, as I sit here on Sunday night, four planets are in Taurus. Tomorrow night at around, well, tomorrow night at this time, or maybe a little later, um, Monday night, Mercury will be in Gemini. There'll be three planets in Taurus. And then by Friday, um, actually, I'm sorry, Saturday the 8th, um, Venus will go into Gemini at night in the evening. And so that's two planets out of Taurus into Gemini. So um, the sun won't get there for a while. The sun won't go into Gemini till the 20th in the afternoon, this region of the world. And we are now looking at a place where, you know, we're looking at things that are, um, uh, you know, a little more wordy, a little more intellectual, a little more articulating. And, you know, what's interesting is when Mercury and Venus are traveling together in the same sign and Mercury is going to slow down. So Venus is the slower moving planet. Mercury is going to slow down enough so that, because it's going retrograde, that it is going to be um, conjunct Venus about, the yeah, on the 28th. So the night of the 28th, Mercury and Venus are going to be conjunct. And then Mercury's going to go retrograde on the 29th, Saturday the 29th. And what's so interesting about this is that, you know, Venus is going to keep moving and go into Cancer on June 2nd. But what's interesting is that Venus and Mercury are going to have a conversation as Mercury goes retrograde. Okay, now I don't see, Mercury's going to go backwards at that point, Venus is going to move ahead. So that's it. They're having a conversation, which is going to trigger the Mercury retrograde. Ha, huh, what's Venus? Well, Venus is money, but Venus is also relationships. And this is probably about relationships. So there is something about relationships and your relationship to money and, and money and relationships and, and all Venusian things, creativity, uh, creativity, the things you desire. So 
thinking about that, it could well be that when Mercury and Venus catch up to one another at the end of the month, and then Mercury says, okay, bye Venus, and Venus like pulls ahead in her, her pink convertible, um, you know, Mercury's going to stay behind and ponder the information that it obtained from Venus about relationships. And so one of those things, you know, there's going to be a duality of, of there's a dual thought process going on and a review of that dual thought process because Mercury and Venus will be um, conversing in the, this dual sign of Gemini. Okay, so that's one of the things. Um, so that's more later in the month, and we're going to have more of a clue as we get closer and we feel the vibes of what Mercury and Venus are going to be like right before Mercury goes into retrograde. But in the meantime, Mercury is going into Gemini tomorrow, and Venus is going to go into Gemini on Saturday the 8th. And it's really interesting because, you know, we're going to feel this flow of um, Gemini energy toward the end of the week. It's like, wow, things are going to, things are going to speed up a little bit. And right now I don't see a lot of kerfuffle in the heavens. There's one thing that we need to be aware of tomorrow. And it's really the middle of the night in this region of the world. And that is the sun squaring Saturn. So let's take a step back a week to the full moon. And remember that the full moon was in Scorpio. The sun was in Taurus and that the moon moved on. The moon moved on and like really opposed Uranus and then squared Saturn. Okay. In, in the process overnight between the time of the full moon and the next day. And that's because the moon moves quickly. But then last week, you know, just a couple days ago, I think it was Friday, the sun in Taurus conjunct Uranus. And the moon had already done that. Moon, like a few hours after the full moon, was like, zip, Uranus, okay, bye. And maybe you didn't sleep well that night. And I had people telling me they didn't sleep well. And then there was the sun a few days later. So now the sun had to catch up. The sun was triggering that full moon all over again. Because if I, if you listen to my Instagram, I said, hey, on Friday, you know, if your full moon hangover, you know, you've thought it was over, well, it's not because the sun is triggering the Taurus Uranus that we experienced during the full moon. So, okay, so the moon went over Uranus, the moon, you know, I'm sorry, was opposing Uranus. And, um, did that thing with Uranus and then eventually squared Saturn. And so now the sun is doing the same thing, except it's, it went to Uranus. Um, it, it was a conjunction because the moon was in opposition and then it went square Saturn. It's going to square Saturn in the wee small hours of this, this overnight tonight between tonight and tomorrow. And so I've had a headache all day. <laughs> Um, you know, I'm human too. I've had a headache all day. <laughs> um, so there's a little bit of, you know, I definitely have felt freedom and excitement and moving forward and, and like lightening up. And then, you know, now my head's hurting a little bit and I'm like, oh, okay, let's just try to, let's just try to mellow through this, you know, and not like put too much pressure on ourselves. So if you have a headache, <laughs> 
<laughs> um, it's probably still the the headache from the hangover of the full moon because the sun is the sun is part of that full moon or it wouldn't be a full moon, and so the sun then dealt with Uranus the other day and is dealing with Saturn today. And Saturn's the one that's with the the ideas that we should hold back. And really, what's happening is the sun is coming up its own against its own brick, you know, a brick wall. It's like, oh, but I expanded with Uranus and oh, now I'm squaring Saturn and I have a headache and maybe I shouldn't have done that. And maybe I shouldn't have spent that money and maybe I shouldn't have, because you know, it's Taurus, right? Maybe I shouldn't have spent that money. Maybe I shouldn't have bought that expensive new car. Maybe I should have opted for the lesser pricey or automobile or, you know, that lesser pricey, uh, a designer handbag or <laughs> handbags, Taurus, wallets, handbags, um, <laughs> beautiful things. Maybe I shouldn't have spent so much money on the garden, <laughs> but really, um, don't let Saturn bum you out. Okay. Let Saturn do its thing, have its voice and just move on. Mercury's going into Gemini. It's like, you know, the leprechauns are coming out, <laughs> the elves, the fairies, the, you know, the, the little, the little, fellows are coming out. So let, let Saturn have its, you know, put its hands on its hip for a moment and just say, okay, I hear you, but you know, I got to do what I got to do. And I got to trust the universe. I got to trust the universe. And that's the one thing that sometimes Saturn does not allow us to do is have faith, but we've got to have faith right now. So, and then, so I think other than that, we've got a relatively lovely week and, you know, it's very, it's Taurus. It's, you know, now the sun is past Uranus, and it'll be past Saturn tomorrow, and it'll just march on through Taurus, and Venus will do so too for the next week or so, a little bit less than a week, and she'll be in her own sign and happy. So if you bought yourself something beautiful, good. I'm glad. You should do that during Venus and Taurus. And enjoy it and wear it and use it and do what you need to do with it in good health. Um, in the meantime, in the meantime, um, we have... You know, um, some interesting other things happening. And Jupiter is winding down um, Aquarius. Now you're like, wait, I thought Jupiter was going to be there all year. Well, yeah, except it's going to tiptoe into Pisces and not um, stay there. So it's going to tiptoe into Pisces a little bit. Um, starting Wednesday or Thursday, I'm sorry, Thursday the 13th. So Thursday the 13th in the evening in this region of the world, um, it will tiptoe into Pisces and it will retrograde there in July and then tiptoe out of Pisces back into Aquarius. It's only going to get to two degrees Pisces. But this, I feel... I feel this and I can feel the energy shifting and I feel Jupiter optimism, Jupiter, optimistic Jupiter going towards a sign that it is co-ruler of, and that is very important. So if you are feeling a little lighter, yes, um, things are not as heavy as they have been. Things are, I think this, this last week of like full moon and, and, stuff. I think we're getting a few weeks of a breather and Jupiter goes into Pisces and Jupiter ruled Pisces until planet Neptune was discovered. So we are experiencing, we're going to have a little, a little, not only just a breather, but a blessing. 
And Jupiter going into Pisces is a blessing. And for the few months that it will be in Pisces and then eventually go back into Aquarius, I mean, it's still good in Aquarius. It's not a problem in Aquarius, but it loves Pisces. And so that's very nice. And I'm starting to feel the benefits of Jupiter in Pisces. Now, it still means you have to keep your head on, um, but it's great for meditation. It's great for healing. It's great for peace. It's great for freedom. It's great for feeling uh, the faith, feeling the faith. And I just said, Saturn doesn't let you have faith or doesn't really encourage faith so much, but you got to you got to stay strong on the faith end of things. And Jupiter in Pisces is going to help us do that. And I think while Jupiter's in Pisces, there's also hope. And we're, you know, next week at this time when I'm talking to you, we're going to be days away from this. And I'll talk more about it next week, of course. But this is really important because we are looking at a time of hope. And everybody needs some hope right now. I mean, I think people people have had it. People have had it. They, you know, and again, I thought 2021 was going to be better. It's been tough. It's been tough. Um, Costa Rica is shutting down again for the next week, you know, unnecessary or, uh, you know, un, like things that are not essential, non-essentials, not unnecessary, but non-essentials shutting down tomorrow for the next week um, until, you know, up to and including next Sunday the 9th. And so, you know, if you wanted to go clothes shopping, you needed to do it by today. And they only told us this later on Thursday, right? So they let us know that we only had a couple days to go get things that were not essential. So if you needed to go get your hair done, I saw women getting their hair colored at a salon today on a Sunday, okay? That's not normal, but I'm sure salons were open today because they wanted to take advantage and serve their clients because... Costa Rica is shutting down for another week. And that's because the cases got higher here. So just when you think it's safe to go back in the water, here we are, you know. Um, now, speaking of water, there is, that's going to put more water in the sky. And right now, um, Mercury will go into Gemini. That's more air in the sky. Venus will go into Gemini, more air in the sky. There's no fire with the exception of Chiron in Aries. Again, there's no fire. So, Mars, our favorite fire planet, is in Cancer, and the, and out of bounds. <laughs> and so, out of bounds for those of you who who are unfamiliar with the term means that Mars is um, by declination not within the realms of uh, what we call within bounds. Meaning, Mars is going to go do whatever the hell he wants. Okay, he's like, the heck with this man. I'm going to do what I want. And you know, Mars is very independent. So Mars is out of bounds, unpredictable in Cancer, a water sign that he's not terribly in love with, but he'll, he'll deal with it. And so dealing with home and family might be a little unpredictable and out of bounds and out of bounds Mars. And so Mars is going to be out of bounds for a little while. So don't even, don't even worry your little head about that. Just, just know that we have no fire in the sky. <laughs> And, you know, right now, um, our, our, the moon is in Aquarius and it's going to be a few days before it gets into Aries. It'll go Aries later in the week on Friday. It goes into Aries, you know, in the early morning. Um, well, like, you know, breakfast time, early morning, 
this region of the world. And, um, and it'll be in Aries for a couple days until Sunday when it goes into Taurus. And so, you know, there's not much fire. Grab those Aries moments when the moon goes into Aries. Take your, take your motivational energy and, and go, go those days. And if you need to be motivated about something, that's the day. Um, and so what we're looking at is a relatively nice week, I think so far, but <laughs> the planets can prove me wrong, but you know, we've got Venus trining Pluto on Thursday. That's very nice because Venus will be at the end of Taurus trining Pluto. So that's good. Um, today, Mercury's trining Pluto. Remember, they're not far from each other, Mercury and Venus. And so Mercury's trining Pluto. This is another nice, this good information, good things, good, you know, good thoughts. Um, and, you know, today Venus is doing a nice chat with Neptune, a nice sextile to Neptune. And, um, and other than that, like the sun is making its big aspect to Saturn, wee hours tomorrow. And, you know, it looks like a relatively peaceful week. Venus is squaring Jupiter on Saturday before she goes into Gemini. Her last hurrah is to square Jupiter. And, you know, um, Mercury did that last night or like wee hours is going to do that wee hours tomorrow before it goes into, um, Gemini. So, and Jupiter's, you know, um, Jupiter is abundant. So, you know, they're talking not in the, not in the most friendliest way, but they're, they may be coming up against some things. And so we really have to, um, just kind of appreciate Jupiter for where it is right now at the end of Aquarius. And it's, um, its place, it's, it's really, um, still expansive in that sign of innovation and genius and brilliance and independence and revolution. So Venus, Venus in Taurus is going to challenge that a little bit. Like, oh, I like it in Taurus. And I think things should stay the way they are. You know, it's nice and secure and cozy and warm here. Yeah, sure. And then Jupiter's like, well, you got to expand your, expand your mind, girl, expand your mind. So that's what's happening on Saturday. So a relatively nice week. We have a Taurus new moon on the 11th. We're going to talk next week. We're going to talk more about Jupiter going to Pisces and the Taurus new moon, because that Taurus new moon is special and it's going to be on the 11th. And guess why? Because it opens the eclipse period. Ta-da. Yes. We have eclipses coming. We have eclipses coming on the 26th of May. Yes, in this very month of May. Um, yes, we have the 26th and then June 10th. There's an eclipse. So we don't need to talk about them just yet, but we should be aware of them, that there are eclipses coming. And that new moon, any lunation that precedes the eclipse opens the eclipse door. The period comes in. So enjoy this week because this week, is not full of rock and roll. Last week was more emotional. This week is going to be a little more nicely paced. And we're going to see once Mercury goes into Gemini, what that feels like and how we're going to appreciate it for another two months plus and enjoy this week because this is not a week of, you know, a lot of like hard, intense aspects. It should be like information should flow freely um, information should be getting 
easier. It should be easier to communicate and communicate as much as you can between now and the end of the month. You know, do all the good communicating now. You don't want to leave things and then go, oops, I forgot to ask you about that, sweetie. <laughs> and it's retrograde and it's like, Wah! so do the communicating you need to do as think about it. Think about what you need to communicate and get, get aware of it and do the communicating you need to do. Um, and put the messages out there. And if you have important things to announce, do it. Do it this week. So I think one of the things that's important is uh, just to enjoy this week ahead because it should be a relatively low-key week. Please don't prove me wrong, planets. And um, we get to, um, you know, experience like, Pluto starting to shift a little bit as in its, in its retrograde, but, um, Pluto starting to shift a little bit. And, and then we have that nice juicy Taurus new moon. So what's the advice for the week? Um, I would say go about your business, do your things, enjoy, enjoy the Taurus energy because Venus is still in Taurus for another week. And it's, it's a lovely, lovely place. And, spread love, plant seeds, plant seeds, whatever seeds you haven't planted, plant them. Um, and just relax and enjoy and nurture yourself. Taurus is a nurturing sign. So, you know, cuddle up with your favorite blanket, watch your favorite movie. It's a comfort food time. And so it be comforted. Be comforted and be cozy and enjoy your home and make it pretty and beautiful. And if you're a guy, it's, you know, don't, don't talk about, don't say to me, hey, I don't want to make my place beautiful, you know. <laughs> um, clean, clean your house <laughs> and enjoy your home and, you know, refine, refine your life and um, maybe buy yourself something a little sweet and um kind be kind to yourself and others and Tauruses Tauruses are usually kind people and so be kind to yourself feel beautiful do something that makes your home beautiful your garden beautiful um go do something that is plants a beautiful seed in the world okay for everyone else to enjoy and be kind to others um, there's not all sorts of rough aspects this week. There's no growling with Pluto going into the underworld. There's no Scorpio intense full moon. So, you know, we're still juicy. We're just not as juicy as last week. And remember that, you know, kindness goes a long way. And so be heartful, stay in your heart, be kind and plant good seeds. Okay. And that's about it for the week. So uh, love yourself. I love all of you. I have gratitude for all of you listening. Have gratitude in your life. That's another lovely thing to plant this week. Remember, count your blessings and, you know, make yourself a nice comfort food meal. Okay. Thank you for listening. I'm Deb McBride. You can find me on Instagram at thegoldenastrologer.com. And you can find me 
um, on Twitter at Deb Astrology, and I'm here every week. And, and my website is thegoldenastrologer.com, and you can book a session with me, book online. And if you need me, reach out, info with the Golden Astrologer, or on Instagram. You can message me on Instagram, and we can chat, or you can book a session, or we can um, see what you need. And I am here to help. So be kind, spread seeds, plant seeds, have gratitude. Thank you for listening.